Hey guys, my name is Kathy Zaka. I'm Susan Offen. And I'm Laura Potter. And we're your hosts today for Pure Truth. We want to welcome you to our podcast and thank you for listening. Today we'll be talking about intimacy with God and how it has changed each of us. All right, let's get started. Yeah, so today I'm going to just share with you uh, a scripture that I pray to the Lord in the mornings. And it's from Psalm 143.8. It says, let me hear of your unfailing love to me this morning, for I am trusting you. Show me where to walk, for I give myself to you. All right. This is going to be one of my favorite topics that we talk about on the podcast, because the intimacy with God, it forms everything that we talk about on our podcast comes from this intimacy. So we're going to talk about how we do it, how we came to to this intimate knowledge or this intimacy with God. And we're going to share that with you guys and hope that it encourages you. And, and we want you to go on your own journey because it's a journey. You know, each of us have mm-hmm. our own journey and how we got this intimacy with God. So I just want to say really quick for me, it was life changing. I never knew I could have this type of relationship with the father. And I learned that I could talk to him about anything. I mean, there's nothing off the table. He's not a big mean God. You know, if, if you're upset with God about something, he knows. He already knows. So you can talk to him about it and, and he'll he can work take it, out. it. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes. You know, I learned that when I go to him with my frustrations, they all seem to melt away in his presence. He gives me strength to handle everything in my life. He gives me courage to go after the new things that he presents to me, things that I thought I never could do. This podcast is an example. Mm-hmm. You know, he continues yes. to build my confidence every single day. The one thing that I see and feel every single time that I'm with him is his love and his compassion. He's teaching me about that. He's he's helping me to see people differently and, and to love them because they don't know they're deceived. So, you know, it's tangible and beautiful. And I want to talk about that for just a minute. You know, I've had, I could say, quite a few experiences now in the heavenly realm, which, of course, I'll be explaining later on throughout other podcasts. But the one thing that I, I can honestly tell you that's the most amazing thing to me when I'm in the presence of the Father and Jesus and Holy Spirit is how tangible the love is when you're around him. It's it's almost felt, you know, it's beautiful. And it's, it, it takes my breath away. There's sometimes that I can't even speak because I just feel so much love coming from them. It makes me want to be a better person for him because he loves us so, so much. It's powerful. Nothing can stand against him. And when I'm in his presence, I feel his power. Mm -hmm. What about you, Laura? Well, like I mentioned in the last episode, I felt God calling me to come to him and spend time with him in prayer at 530 in the morning. That was back in the year 2000. Yeah. So it's been 22 years wow. yeah, that I've been doing this. And like I said, it wasn't my idea to get up that early in the morning. Yeah. And I needed his help to wake That's up early. that early. And I remember saying, early. God, if you want me up this early, you're going to have to wake me up. Yeah. <laughs> and see, it's okay to talk to him like that. Yeah. If you want me to do this, I need your help yes. in this. You know? And um, so I, I remember I set my alarm for like 530. And the first morning I woke up on my own. And it was 5.28, two minutes before that alarm went off. Wow. And I really didn't want to wake my husband up either. <laughs> yeah. So that was really cool that God, and he consistently did that. Every day he would wake me up before the alarm went off. Wow. So, you know, I never had to bother him. But I really didn't know at that time when I would go in, I would get out of my bed and it was dark in the morning. I'd slip out of my bed and I'd go down the hall to the extra bedroom. I'd get on my knees. I'd just put a pillow underneath my knees because... 
it's painful to yeah. get on your knees. The older you get. And <laughs> <laughs> depending on your flooring, right? Yeah, right. So I would just put a pillow underneath my knees and just lean over the bed and just spend time with him in prayer. And at first, I, I really didn't know exactly how to go about, right. you know, yeah. spending that we time in that. prayer. Yeah. yeah. And so I, you know, kind of started going through things that I knew, like the Lord's Prayer. You know, he taught the disciples how to pray, right. you know, in Matthew chapter 6. And so I would kind of go through that. And I still do that to this day somewhat. It's kind of like an outline of, of following along on how to pray and that kind of thing. But, you know, over the years, I incorporated meditating on things that he would bring into my mind. Like I just began to just, you know, sit there or be on my knees. And I'm, I'm just, I'm praying to the Lord about something. And he would just kind of take my mind along to how I need to think about it, how I need to see it. So that's where the visions would come up and things right. like that, you know. But a lot of times when I was praying, I felt like I, it, I guess because it, it was my upbringing right. and thinking about the scriptures right. and the way I was taught, mm-hmm. I saw myself more at the feet of Jesus kind of groveling, you know, but not, it's depending on what I was asking about, but, yeah. you know, I, I just felt like I was, that was my position was at the feet of Jesus because he was so holy and so big, yeah. and I felt small, right. you know? But then, even just in this last year, we've been learning more about our authority and our position. So good. And Ephesians 6, 2, 6 says, For he raised us from the dead, along with Christ, and he seated us with him in the heavenly realms, because we are united with Christ Jesus. So my, my thinking changed. Just yeah. in this last year, yeah, last year or two, that I see myself seated next to Jesus, right, and the Father is is on the other side yes. over there, you know, and the, to be seated at the right hand of God means you are seated in a place of authority, right. So that's what Jesus was showing to me. Now I want you to see yourself differently. I want you to see that you sit with me, and you're in a place of authority. And you're to learn how to be a steward of this earth, to learn how to rule and to reign yeah. with me in the heavenlies. Let's talk about that for a mm-hmm. second. I really want to go dive into that because I get asked this a lot. You know, when you enter into his presence, when you, when you already know you're seated in heavenly places at the right hand, can you guys tell me how both of you do it? Like, how do you enter into his presence? Like, what does that intimate time with him look like? You know, and is it with just Jesus? Is it the Father? Is it Holy Spirit? Is it all three? I get asked that a lot. So go ahead. Well, <laughs> I'll let you start. <laughs> a lot of times, well, when I go in and I spend time in prayer now, these yeah. days, you know, I don't just go in and just get on my knees like I used to. Right. Now I've learned he wants me to enter his courts with praise yes. and thanksgiving. Okay. So the Bible and the word is really coming alive to me because yes. I'm I'm now doing exactly what how he instructed us to do it yeah more like a priest yeah okay and so i go in and i shut the doors and my husband knows when those yeah. doors are shut don't you don't interrupt. go in there and right. bug me <laughs> and so he's he's very good about that yeah. but i go in and i just spend time i and I, I sit down first and i say god what what song do you want me to sing today i ask I love him that yeah I just ask him, and then a song will pop in my mind, and I'm like, oh, I like that one, too. Yeah. And so that's the first thing I get. I just pull out my phone, because I've got my songs on my phone, and I get my headset on, 
And, and I just play the songs and I start worshiping the Lord. And a lot of times while I'm worshiping Him, I start dancing and praising Him. <laughs> There's totally nothing wrong with dancing for the Lord. He no loves way. it. I really feel His pleasure and in that I am expressing myself yes. and expressing my love and, and nobody's joy. nobody's watching, so right. why not? I'm by myself, you <laughs> yeah. know, and it's usually early in the morning, so nobody's around. Yeah. And so I'll just, I'll, I'll start dancing around the room and praise him. Depending on the lyrics of the song, I motion those things to the Lord. And, yeah. and even just this year, recently, I have seen a vision of these stairs coming down. Right. And I'm at the foot of the stairs, which I realize that his throne is at the top. Yep. And these are the stairs that descend down from his throne. And so I'm dancing and praising him and worshiping him like in his court. Yeah. And and I'll just share with you something really cool. Just recently, as I, I'm praising and worshiping the Lord and my hands are going up in an upward and outward motion, I have seen in the spirit, I'm seeing gold dust come yes. out from my hands every time I, I'm motioning it. I know y'all can't see this, but <laughs> I'm motioning my hands going in a circular motion, and I, I would see this gold dust, you know, coming out from my hands because it's like it's bringing pleasure to the yes. Lord. Or sometimes I would feel like there's a breeze in the room and the air's not even flickering on. So I right. know it's like the angel's wings are... They're, the angels are with me, and I can feel the motion of them worshiping alongside of me. I mean, it's just taken me to a whole nother level, to a whole nother yes. level of of just worshiping with Him, and and it's it's just been a good experience. And so after I spend time in praise and thanksgiving, I actually I turn on this uh, YouTube video that's the playing of the shofar, and it's it's just the sound of the shofar blowing, and to me. It is my way of entering into the courts and entering, like asking God. I ask, yeah, I ask God that the sound of the Lord would be released upon the earth. And so it's a transition from worship and praise and thanksgiving into declaring yeah. that the sound of the Lord is in this place where I am worshiping, right. but it to be released upon the earth too. So it's it's transitioning to a ruling and a reigning reigning type of authority right. and obedience to him, an action that I'm taking, like a right. prophetic well, act. Yeah. Laura, when you say shofar, what can you explain what oh, that oh, is? Yeah, so the shofar is a horn. It's usually a ram's horn. It right. could be a different kind of animal's horn. But the Jews, the Hebrew people, they used a ram's horn to blow and and bring forth the sound of the Lord into the earth. Yes. So I don't have a ram's horn. I don't have a shofar. And so I just played on uh, my phone. And so it's just releases that sound, even though I'm hearing it in my headphones. Yeah. I know it's going into the to this to the to the realm of the, the world and the spirit. Yeah. You know. But then I get on my knees and I spend time just taking communion with the Lord each day. He told I'm doing this because he told me. He said, take communion with me more often than not. Yes. That was his words. Yep. And so when I do, I spend time with him, I just have my crackers and I have some pomegranate juice, you know. But, but when I take that communion with him, I go through the steps of what Jesus suffered in my yeah. mind. I'm going through everything that he went through. I'm thanking him 
for everything that he did, all that he poured out for us, all that he suffered, all that he died for. When I break the cracker, I thank him for breaking his body for us. Yes. And I see that it's his flesh. You know, you know, you're not eating Jesus's body, right? right? But it's a spiritual thing. And so it's all symbolic. Yes. And so I say, I'm eating your flesh, and I am one flesh with you. Right. And as I take the juice, I, I'm saying, I drink of your blood, and I'm covered in your blood. Yeah. And I'm cleansed by your blood, and, and I, I just thank him for sealing my heart, for writing his name on my forehead, and for robing me in his righteousness. And you're a writer. You're a scribe for him, too. So do you go from that, after communion, do you go from that to pen and paper in hand and just let it start flowing? Yeah, it's it's when, after all that, that I say, what's on your heart today? Yeah. Jesus, what's on your heart? Or Yahweh, I'll just, like, whoever wants to speak today, <laughs> you know? But I just say, what is on your heart today? And I just ask Holy Spirit that you'll reveal to me, speak to me and tell me what's on your heart for the church, what's on your heart for me, whatever you want to say. I just right. want to hear what's on your heart for today. And then I'll hear the first words that he speaks. Yeah. And as soon as I hear those words, because I can't remember everything he says, you know, so I'm like, well, let me just hear the first line. And as soon as I hear, hear the yeah. first line, I get up, I get my journal out, I get my pen, and I start writing that and first sentence. Yeah, and then it's, I write the first sentence down, and I wait to hear more. And as soon as I hear more, I just start writing. Yeah. I'm taking dictation. Right. Is what I'm exactly. doing. Exactly. That's the way I feel too. Yeah, because he, wanna... he said I was, he said, I'm, I'm calling you my scribe. Yeah. That was his words to me, not self-titled. Right. You that know, so I'm like, same, okay. It was the same for me too. Right. That same thing. I want to touch a little bit when you said, okay, Lord, is it you or is it Jesus? Is it God? You know, that's another thing that I, I've had questions about is when you're in that place, you just know. Mm-hmm. Like there, there's so much knowledge and revelation. It's so different when, when you've left all of your flesh and your stuff behind and you're communicating with the Father or you're communicating with Jesus, you're in a different mindset. Right. It's not the same as your thinking here on earth. You just have a knowledge. When you're around him, you have a knowledge of who you're speaking to. You have a knowledge. I mean, I, I've experienced Moses, Peter, Paul. I've, 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 how how would I know? I've never met these people, right? But I knew in my spirit who I was who I was seeing or who I was speaking to because I've spoken to a few of them. So you know that's important. For people so you to would say that. that when you uh, hear them talking, you just have a knowing. I knew. Yeah, I knew in my spirit. You just know. Yes, I mean the right. first experience I had was when we were in heaven, and I I looked down. I was I was riding on a, a chariot is what I call it and the first person I look because Jesus was standing next to me and I know who Jesus is and I could see Moses and, and and I was just like I'm thinking in my head like mind blown whoa that's Moses you know but and and one of the things when I was relaying that information to, to people they were like how did you know that was Moses you just know right it's not like I can say like I can say well I met him you know it's you. I just knew mm-hmm. so Susan I want to talk to you what do you you know, how do you do that? How do you get into his presence? Well, I can give you an example of intimacy. And I I don't really at the time concern myself, like who's talking to me, right? but I know who's who, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. It makes perfect sense. And just no agenda. And I just am open to hearing whoever he wants to tell me. Yes, like you said. But 
you know, so an experience is waking up, reading the devotional reading for the day, and and then I end up finding out it was exactly what I needed to hear. Right? Yes. For example, if I wake up and be extremely concerned for a, a sick loved one, and then I read the scripture, be still and know that I am God. Yes, that's good. And in other words, they're in my care. I created them. I put my breath into them. I gave them life. I'm the one who gave them life. I'm surely going to take care of them now. Right. So that, I mean, that's just, wow, God, you know. Yeah, <laughs> You're, absolutely. He's right there in the moment speaking to me through the scripture, through the devotional. And also intimacy f- for me is sitting in silence, in yes. stillness, no agenda, just, again, being open. I call it waiting, just waiting yes. on you. Yes, waiting on God. Yeah, I know he's there with me. And it's also a leap of faith and trusting yeah. he's there with me. That's exactly what I was thinking. It's, again, faith. Right. Yes. You have to you. believe it. It's very difficult to do in the beginning because I know my to-do oh, wow. list is downstairs waiting. Yeah. <laughs> but Got all those you know, chores to do. Yeah. But ha- having no agenda, just sitting, basking in his love, fills me through all the life acti- my life yeah. activities for the rest of the yeah. day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. fullness. Yeah. And an awareness that right. he's with me all day long. Which so that's that's how you do it. You, right. you sit with him, you, like it's Contemplative quiet. prayer. Yeah. Just silence. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, for me, it's a little, it's kind of the same. You know, what Susan said was trying to, trying to do it was, I think, the, the first hurdle I had to overcome. Because, you know, before my relationship with God was I had my list. Father, I need you to check off this on my list. I need to get this taken care of. Can you take care of this for me? You know, one of my kids is really irritating today. Irritating me today. So, how can you handle that? Because you don't want me to do it. You know, those types of things. So, it was me giving him my list of, you know, hey, can you take care of this for me? Your honey do list. My honey do list. You know, <laughs> and I never knew that I could sit and wait and have him communicate back to me. It was always more of a, hey, this is my prayer, leave it in his hands, blah, blah, blah. That's what I was taught. That's what I was taught. Right. So, same. You said yours was in the last couple of years that it became really intimate, you know. Of mm-hmm. course, you started, you know, waking up at 5.30 a.m. thing. But mine just grew over the past couple of years. But, you know, it was reading a couple of books, you know, that I, I mentioned in our last podcast. One of them was Waiting on God. But it was learning how to do that, just learning to sit quietly like you said susan and waiting on him I, I i'm thinking in my in my head just like susan said was i don't have time to sit here and do this i've got things i've got to do but i had to shut off the world mm-hmm. i learned that that was the first thing that i had to do to, to find intimacy with god i had to shut it all out mm-hmm. At, like she's like laura said close the door don't bother me while I'm in my room. And sometimes it's praise and worship. Sometimes it's sitting quietly. Sometimes it's speaking in tongues. Sometimes it's just, you know, Father, I'm frustrated. You know, yes. I, I need you today. And I just, I don't know how to let all this go. But as I sit and wait, I think that's the, the key is the waiting is just let him minister to you while you're sitting there. Just let all that stuff go because that's when the intimacy comes. When I let all of the worldly stuff go, that's when he comes in and shows himself to me. 
And to be honest with you, I've, I've had many encounters. Sometimes he comes to me and the veil that I that I see in my room with me, and I can just, you know, look and there's a veil there. I know that the heavenly is right just walking through that veil. Sometimes he takes me up in the spirit into heaven. Sometimes I've been up above looking at the world from the universe, space, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it. You know, he's shown me things like that. There's many different encounters. It's It's always a surprise to me the things that he wants to show me. But it's it's getting to that place of of learning how to shut your mind off. And it didn't happen overnight. You know, and, and the books that I was reading about that said it it takes time, it takes discipline, yeah. it takes control of self control and the desire. That the desire. And the more that I desired it, the more that God saw my hunger and the more that he met me in every step it took me to get there. You know, you 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 overcame one other hurdle hurdle today let's come back next time and let's try 10 minutes and let's try 20 minutes and and now sometimes i'm gonna be it's really cool when i close my eyes it's immediate i see him i'm there Mm -hmm. because i know now i've disciplined my mind i know how to shut it all off and there are other times that i have frustrating and i get nothing and it's because holy spirit will tell me you didn't shut it all off because you've still got all the, the loud stuff around you. And I get frustrated and I'll have to come back either later or, you know, come back the next day. But yeah, that's that's how I do it. And so I have a question for y'all. Yes. Because how do you feel when you don't spend time with the Lord Oof. in the morning? Oof. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay, that was the question. <laughs> well, you know, it's it's the intimacy. The intimacy is what drives me to do and deal with everything that I have to deal with throughout the day. Right. And sometimes I can't do it every single morning, but I always try at least at some point during the day, you know, even if it's in the evenings, because I've gotten to where now that I'll spend time with him in the morning and I Mm -hmm. spend time with him in the evening. And it just depends. But there are days that I, I don't. Because it's not like an exact, you don't all have to go in the morning. Right. You know, you know, my husband and I are totally opposite in yeah. a, lot of, a lot of the ways that we work. But for me, I knew I had to go because God called me. Right. You know, that wasn't. It's different for everybody. Wasn't my choice. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I realized I am a morning person. I didn't think I was. But he blesses that obedience yeah. to you. He knew you could do it. Yeah. And I've changed. Right. Because before, you know, I, I'm trying to to. I'm a mom, I've got two boys to raise, you know, and but and here he is telling me to come to him at 5.30 in the morning. Well, that was the only time I had that was uninterrupted because I was a young mother, you know, right. and... It's difficult. Right. Yeah. And, and so spending, you know, that really it became about an hour and a half because at first I would just start out, you know, right. half an hour, you know, spend time I in I want prayer. to say something about that because, you know, some people think, well, you don't have time. And and you think that you think that you don't have time when you go spend intimate time with God, and there are times that I keep it down to tw- ten or twenty minutes because I've got things that I have to do. I've got a I've got a meeting. I've got to go somewhere, you know. But don't concentrate on that time because if the Lord wants to spend time, He's very aware of our time down here because time is different. It doesn't exist the way it does in heaven down here. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't exist up there as it does down here. So He's very aware of that. But so. You know, an hour and a half, that's that's a... It's a drop in the bucket. That's a drop in the bucket compared to in, he- in heaven. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but there's... When you get to that point when you're getting where you're spending an hour and a half with him, oh my goodness, you don't even realize the hour and a half's gone. Mm-hmm. And the things that you get from that time spent with him, it's what helps you. It's what helps you. And that time with him 
takes away all the stress of all the things that yes. you do. And you realize that they're not as important as, as you, you place so much importance on your frustrations, but when you're with him, it doesn't matter. Yeah. My husband no. told me, you know, well, he noticed the difference in me. Yeah. Because when I would go in and I would spend time in prayer, I, I go in one way. And I come out another way. Yes. I used to call it my AA meeting. Yes, I it's love it. AA meeting <laughs> attitude adjustment. Yeah. <laughs> so good. So, you know, he was taking me and and breaking off the fleshly part of me. Right. And putting the spirit in me and changing my mindset and transforming me into the image of Christ. Yeah. So when I would, you know, go in, I've got all these issues, these a to-do list, you know, these problems going on in my head. But when I settled down and I spent that time in stillness and quietness with him, right. he would just begin to infuse into me the things that needed to be in my mind. He would help me to see things from his perspective. All the stuff, the anguish or, or the anxiety, it would just melt away from me. Yes. And I became more like him and I thought like him. Right. So I was set for the day. Yeah. You know, I really was equipped to be able to go through the rest of the day because I had spent time with him. Yeah. Susan? Yeah, I just was thinking about um, while in this quiet time that technology can be a blessing and yes. a curse. Right. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's a blessing right now because we're, we're doing this. We're using it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, because it's a blessing that we can have so many Bible apps on our phones. Right. Right. And, um, and that the access at, at our fingers. Yeah. But it is so distracting. It can be. So it's when you know, it's almost like you have to leave your phone out of the yes. room. And after you do read the Bible app, yes. because all these alerts come up, it's just trying to get your attention, right. you yeah. know, all the time and distractions. Yes. But I did want to mention that I also, in a great teacher, I've been I experienced learning how to use a sacred word. Yeah. So a sacred word like love. Jesus, peace, right, hope. Yes. So when all those monkey mind thoughts start racing of what it. you think you have <laughs> monkey to, mind, you have I to like come that. up with later. Yeah. You just go to your sacred word, and they they, they pass awesome. on by yeah. like boats. And in, in my one of my great teachers said, just treat them as boats floating by. Yeah. And don't try to reject them. Just let them come and go. Right. Don't get in the boat. Right. <laughs> don't jump let off. them float. No. Let them float by. That's good, Lord. Uh, <laughs> All right. So I, I just want to say that I, you know through this through my intimacy, I've realized I'm moving forward in my intimate relationship with Father. I'm going deeper and deeper, and that is a beautiful thing. The more that I want, the more that He shows me, the deeper I go. He has much that He wants to share with us. You know, it's 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 never. I, I just feel like He's never gonna come to me and be like, well, pretty much done. There's nothing else for you today. So just, you know, just use what you got. No, he's always going to have something. Mm-hmm. I now know that there's more to God than I ever thought, and I will never stop trying to get more from him. And the beautiful thing about this is, you know, the the last couple of years, we're all wondering what's going on, you know. The revelation that he shows us when we're in the spiritual realm it's, you know, the intimacy with him has brought me closer to him. And it, because he sees and knows my heart, he's been revealing things to me about what is taking place here on earth, understanding it, knowing that we're in a very crucial time and understanding that that we need him now than 
you know, we've always needed him. But right now, we're in a dark place. Crucial. Yeah, we, we, we're in a dark place. We've mm-hmm. got to do something. We need to step up as this church, you know. He's also showing me some things that are going on in heaven. Oh, my goodness. I just had a, an experience last week where I got to go see a ceremony in heaven where um, Jesus was washing the hands and feet. There's a line of people standing to the right or to the left of God, and they were coming, and I, and I discovered that they were being honored for the things that they had done here on earth. And then they received a, a crown, and each crown came in. The angels were bringing men on pillows, and the crowns were individually made for each person. You know, th- wow. those things, that's revelation. It's, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. It is. You know, my, my relationship with the Lord has completely changed how I feel about Him, how I feel about my family. Because right. I'm frustrated with things that happen in the natural, when I spend time with Him, that intimacy makes me love my family differently. It makes me be more patient. It makes me understand mm-hmm. because, you know, a lot of times they're dealing with stuff too, things that they not everybody talks about. So it's loving them through their frustrating moments as well because, you know, life just is that way. We, we're going to be frustrated. So the revelation that he allows us to have or that he gives to us when we're in that intimate time changes your perspective on everything, life yeah. in general. You know, like when you're dealing with family members, you're seeing them through the eyes of God, yeah. with uh, eyes of love right. and compassion. And, you know, you know, sometimes now, you know, it says we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, principalities and yeah. powers and spiritual in the spiritual realm. So, you know, when you're dealing with your family members or, or work, it could be a boss or it could work, be a co-worker, right. it could be right. the person that irritated you when you were driving on your way home today, right. you know, you need to see them as God sees them. Right. So instead of getting mad and angry and, you know, arguing with them right you need to see that there's a spirit that's working in them so when say your son you know comes at you and yelling at you and stuff you realize there's not it's not that's not your son right that's not who he really is but there's a spirit working in him and so i begin to pray right you know see because then you can commune with god right then and there and say lord show me how i need to speak to him about right. these things. Do I just need to be quiet? Yeah. And go pray for him? Yep. You know, do some warfare. <laughs> right. But, you know, show me what to do. So it's a it's a constant all throughout your day intimacy yeah. with him and communing yeah. with him and knowing he's going to lead you and guide you in your thoughts and how to think about everything. Yeah. That's good. That's, That's good. good. I was going to ask y'all, do you have have you ever noticed, like, just in other things that you do all throughout the day, things that you do that that causes you to come into a uh, place of intimacy? It's not like going into your prayer time or anything, but just your daily activities of things that you do that just brings you into a place of intimacy. Have you guys ever experienced anything like that? Yeah, I have. I love playing the piano. Yeah. And singing worship <laughs> songs allows me to praise God and be alone with him mm-hmm. and honestly it also it, it allows me to express a lot of emotion mm-hmm. that maybe i don't show in the rest of the day yeah music will do that to you yeah you know yes. it, it is it I, is its own language right of love and i, I think so too you know and i, I mm-hmm. just want to say to touch on that subject once you get to a place where you have the intimacy that intimate relationship with god he's speaking all day long right I hear him yeah. all day long. Yes. And, you know, conviction. Daughter, why did you just say that? Why did you just do that? 
you know, <laughs> let the person go in front of you. It's one car is not going to make that much of a difference, you know. <laughs> right. But, you know, when you have places you want to go and, you know, you're in a time crunch, it's frustrating. But still, you, you just, he speaks to you all through the day. And it just brings you back to, he loves me that much because he doesn't want me to get to a place where I'm going to sin, say something out of turn, do something that I shouldn't. And so that intimacy with him speaking to you, it just helps me be a better it just helps me yeah. be better. Mm-hmm. Does that resonate with y'all? Yeah, because yeah. he speaks to me a lot. Because I'm a photographer, he speaks to me as I'm taking pictures. Right. And I love being in nature. I love being surrounded by his creation. And a lot, of t- I, I love taking pictures of flowers. And a lot of times I'll, I'll be taking pictures of flowers on my patio or something in a fly land. Yeah. Right on the flower. <laughs> and I love macro photography. I love yeah. capturing the details that most your people work. Beautiful. don't see. Thank you. But, you know, I, I'll, I'll look and I'm like, that fly is not moving. I'm going to get closer. <laughs> Let's do a close-up. <laughs> the fly is going, this woman is weird. <laughs> but it's so cool because God will give me these divine appointments, yeah. you know, with whether it's a fly or a, a, bl- a blue heron one time, you know, at the park, you know, flying in. in I had seen this, this blue heron in my old neighborhood. And uh, it flew over all the time. And I always wanted to get a shot of him, but I always missed it. Yeah. And we were getting ready to sell our house, and I needed, there was a, they were doing a showing of the house, and so I needed a place to go hang out for a while. Yeah. And so I went to the park, my favorite place to go, and I would go to the park, and I just sat there, and I had my camera in the car. I usually have it with me. Right. And uh, I, I was just walking around the park and just, you know, just looking at things, and I said, God... I sure wish I could get a picture of that blue heron, you know. And sure enough, that blue heron, which was huge, he flew right by me, landed right in front of me in the water. And I was like, oh! (laughs) And I just picked up my camera and I just started shooting away, you know, before he would fly away. But I got these beautiful shots of this blue heron. And and then I looked behind the blue heron and I saw in the water fountain, there was a, a pond with a water fountain going. Yeah, And the wind was kind of blowing just right, and the sun was shining through the water, and there was this rainbow, and it was right behind the blue heron. And I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, Lord. I was like, the rainbow always reminds me of his covenant promises for his yeah. people, right? Wow. His covenant promises over us. And I, I just, I thought, you landed this blue heron right in front of me and gave me this divine appointment. In nature, and see, I it just makes it. me, yeah, it just makes me wa- worship him more, right, right? You know, because I'm just so filled with joy in the moment, knowing that you can't control nature, but God can. He could tell the blue heron to go land right in front yeah. of me. He could tell the the fly to go land right in front of me, so yeah. I can get a really cool macro shot of him. Right. You know, I even had a this little dragonfly that when we built our pool in our backyard, this dragonfly kept flying around. And I would would be at one end of the pool, and I'd swim to the other end, and the dragonfly would follow me. Yeah. And I'd go to the other end, and he'd follow me over there. I'm like, well, this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> I've just gotten a, a pet dragonfly. <laughs> but, I mean, he would just follow me around. And as I, I took pictures of him, I would look closely at him, and I thought, he has, his eyes look like blueberries. Yeah. So I named him Blueberry. You know, <laughs> he hung out with me all summer long. I would like lay in the pool and he would come and land on my shoulder and just sit there. Oh, that's so cool. It was so cool. Yes. I got, I have pictures on my Instagram of Blueberry, the, the dragonfly. 
<laughs> but it, it's to, to me, when God does that for me, he knows what I love. That's intimacy. He speaks he my you. language. Yeah, yeah, he's speaking my language. Like, he'll speak to, to Susan through her music. And while she's playing, yeah. she's meditating and playing at the same time. I'm meditating, and I'm taking photographs, and I'm trying to capture what he's showing yes. me. Or sometimes he'll tell me, turn here, go take pictures of these flowers, and oh, look at the light. The light is just perfect. And I get the best shots, you right. know. And I'm like, God, you're so good to give me these beautiful gifts. Yeah. You know, it just makes me worship him. Yeah. Well, and I want to say that, you know, intimacy too, one of the things that he taught me through my one-on-one time with him is it's a partnership. Mm -hmm. I've heard that word so much the past, I guess, couple of months. It's a, it's a partnership. I've learned that God desires us to partner with him and all of heaven and his angels to accomplish great things here on earth. He needs us and we need him. Yes. It's a partnership. Mm-hmm. It's you like know? a divine dance. It, it is. It, just it is. is in sync. And, and we have the authority to command the angels to move and, and do things. And, you know, I, I, I'm trying to say this the right way, but, you know, we ask them, Father, send your angels to protect or to um, watch make over. Yes, yeah. you know, so so it's a partnership. We need them, they need us, you know. It's a beautiful thing. Another thing about intimacy is it's a love like no other. Mm-hmm. That relationship with God, there's no other love that I can compare it to. It doesn't take away anything from my husband. That that love is unique and it makes me love him more because yeah. God's love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, but it's a love like no other. I say it all the time, but it's hard to put into words the love I feel when I'm near him. It's personal, it's deep, it's moving, and it's life changing. Mm-hmm. You know, y'all agree with that? Yes. yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Huge. The other thing about intimacy was learning about going beyond the veil. Because once you get to that point with him, that intimacy with him, he wants to show you things. He wants to teach you. He wants to bring you up even further. And and this has been one of my favorite things about intimacy with the Lord is, you know, I've always wanted to do more. I've always wondered what was there, you know, Mm -hmm. what was in the heavenlies and all that. You know, they talk, people talk about it, but I'm like, "Eh, you know, I don't get that. But when you get that intimacy, boy, does he reveal things to you. And I never thought I'd be able to go to heaven and see earth from a heavenly perspective. It's pretty cool. And there's still so much I'm learning, still so much to discover. I don't think I'll ever learn. We've talked about this a couple of times. I'm never going to learn everything that he wants to teach me, but I'm not going to stop trying, you know? Well, and, and, and he's got so much to show us. There's, there's a never-ending supply of yeah. this, you know, and like we talked about in the other episode, of the yeah. more, yeah. it's going to continue on. Right. I mean, we have all of eternity to continue learning and yeah. growing and, and experiencing more of Him, but while we're here on earth, we get the opportunity. Yeah. All we have to do is ask. Yeah. It's different up there. It's different in heaven. It's different than, than here. It's the best feeling to be up there and, and to watch to be allowed to watch and see some of the things that are going up on up there. And it just encourages me even more. And it gives me so much compassion for people down here, which is one of the reasons why we're doing what we're doing is, is God's given us such a love and compassion for his people is I want them to experience the same thing. I right. want, it's possible. Yes. Every single person that he created can still or can have the same relationship they could have that intimacy mm-hmm. and it'll look different yes. for each person yes it's like you know, holy yeah. payback right right we you know we receive and then you want to pour out yeah because it's so beautiful anything else i want to talk about intimacy before i share 
I just want to say or an encounter. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Um, I, I also believe God created us to be in relationship with him, but he never forces it. Right. Ooh, it's an open, so gentle invitation. Why is it so important and key is learning or getting to know who he really is. Yeah. And what each person's image of him is. Right. Some people may have an image of God that's a woman instead of a man. Maybe they didn't have a loving relationship with their earthly father. Yeah. Which brings to mind the book. Um, the Shack. The Shack. Yes. That's good. William Young. Yeah. And we can also get to know him more intimately through Jesus, the great counselor. Yeah. The mm-hmm. Holy Spirit. That's good. And I just want to say, too, you know, it's an invitation, and his arms are open to you. You can accept it or you can reject it. But because it's such a wonderful experience to, to, to just have that intimacy with him, I sure wouldn't want you to miss it. Yeah. Wow. Yes. That's good. You know, I had an encounter with the Lord. This is probably... I don't know, a month ago, ladies, that I told you about it. I'm still amazed by it. All I know is that when he took me up to heaven and I was sitting with Jesus on a porch swing and we're just swinging back and forth and I'm looking around going, okay, this is cool. (laughs) Uh, You know, um, we sat together, we talked about things that were weighing on my heart. The beautiful thing about Jesus is you could just sit there and ask him questions. Lord, I've got all this to-do list. I've got all these things. And he just gave me some great insight. And I was so grateful for his guidance, you know. This is the cool part. I looked up and saw our Father, God, walking towards us. He had children all around him. He was laughing and joking with them. And as he walked towards me, Jesus stood up and gathered the children to go play. I was alone with God. First time ever, face-to-face encounter with my father. This was huge for me. I've always been taught that I could not interact with God or it would mean certain death. But he has been teaching me that that isn't true. What is true is he wants us to know that we can come and sit with him. We can talk to him. He desires it just as much as we do. It took a lot of courage within me to talk to him directly. But fear is the opposite of faith and I refuse to live in fear. I stood up with a huge smile on my face, so happy that I was in this moment with him. It was it was beautiful it changed so many things for me how i talk how i pray everything and he was smiling at me he didn't even say anything he was just had this huge smile on his face he knew i came to talk and to get an encouraging word for his people and he didn't disappointment he immediately started talking he said so many of my children are focused on the problem the darkness that is all around the world they have taken their eyes off of me they don't have my peace because they are focused on the negative things i want them to focus on me so they can be at peace i want them to experience my love for them because my love will change them if you want peace in your life then you must soak yourself in my truth surround yourself with my truth seek me seek my word and your life will begin to change It's not about the darkness you're currently experiencing all around the world. It's about my light. Focus on my light and the darkness will go away. Spend time with me. Get to know me. You will not regret it. Intimacy with me is the key that will unlock all of your blessings. I desire to spend time with you. I am always available. I am always close to you. Seek me and you will find me. Allow me to guide you away from the darkness so you can live the rest of your life in my light. It is there that you will find peace, joy, and happiness. There is more to life than what is going on around the world. Mm -hmm. I am taking care of all of it. Will you trust in me? New things are coming, and I invite all of you to be a part of it. I am here, and I'm waiting. There isn't any part of you that I don't love. I love you fully and completely right where you are. 
So come spend time with me and let me show you how much I love you. Hmm. When God was speaking, he had so much intense compassion in his voice. He loves us. He wants us to know him. He wants us to live in freedom, not bondage. Yet we believe the lies that the enemy whispers in our ears. I'm guilty of it too. It's a fight. We're in a fight. And some days are harder than others. Mm -hmm. But it's worth it. Knowing our Father intimately is worth it. It's good. Yeah. So good. Yeah. So So true. It It is. It's so awesome. Right. That just in the last few years, well, last year or so, you've been able to to just experience God like this. Yeah. To have heavenly visitations. Right. And that doesn't happen to everybody, but it can. Yeah. You know, and you're experiencing it now, and you get to share that with us and share His words, just like I write His words, and you're... You're writing them, but you're experiencing it at the same time, Seeing too. visions, yeah, mm-hmm. prophetic words, um, you know, just encouraging words, just him sitting with me, and let's encourage our people. Let me let me encourage the people today. And, you know, when I first started writing things down, this just happened last year for me, too. Mm-hmm. I didn't say anything to anybody. I just kept it in my journal. And, you know, he was like, all right. It's time. When are you going to start sharing? And I'm like, no, nah, not happening. <laughs> because you know, you know, you're going to get judged. You know, you're going to get persecuted, and you're going to get the yeah, right, yeah, right. <laughs> but you know, when you start doing it, it's the obedience. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. It doesn't matter what other people say. I know what I experienced. I know what I heard from the Lord. I know what I saw or what I've seen, and they're either going to get it or they're not. And that's the reason I'm doing this, you know. It's it's all about the intimacy. It is the most special thing in my life. It is the most important thing in my life. I think it is the key to everything. Right. Is intimacy. Yes. And yeah. he's rewarding you yeah. for your obedience. Right. Yeah. And, it, and it, it's not going to touch everything. You know, everything that we talk about, you know, everything that we discuss here on our podcast, some people it's just not going to register with. It's not going to resonate. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. But there is, even if it's just one, even if one person is touched by Holy Spirit speaking through us, then it was worth it for me. You know, yeah. it's just, it's that beautiful to me, that compassion. So yeah. that's why we're doing this is to just share what he's, pour, pour out what he's yeah. poured into us right. and just give you a taste of what you can have. Yeah. And all you have to do is ask. Yeah, I, I want to say that again. It's not. We're not special. <laughs> I mean, we're yeah. special to God. We all are. But we're not. He hasn't singled us out. Every single one of you that are listening to this, you have the same capabilities. Right. Do you want it? It's life changing. If you want it, then go after it. Because mm-hmm. that's what we did. Yes. Yeah. All right, ladies. We could talk about this. And I just wanted to say, too, before I close out, that this, the intimacy, this topic is probably going to be brought up at <laughs> every... A lot. A lot. Because it's... We wouldn't be able to do this without the intimacy. Everything that we talk about is coming straight from him. You know, we 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 talk, we have our list of, of topics that he wants us to talk about. So just know that this is a big thing. It's a big deal to God and it's a big deal to us. And that's why we wanted to talk about it. Yeah. You know, that's right huge. out the yes. right yeah. out of the gate. Yeah. <laughs> All right, ladies. Well, that's all the time we have today. We hope you gained a greater understanding for having intimacy with Christ. And so I want to just close with a scripture. It's James 4, 8. It says, come close to God and God will come close to you. Perfect. And if any of you ever have any questions, please email us at puretruthpodcast3 at gmail.com. Thank you for allowing us to pour pure truth into you today. 
Before you go, we invite you to please leave a written review anywhere you listen to this podcast. The more positive reviews we receive will lead to more listeners that God can reach. Great. Also, please visit our websites to find out more information. Mine is kathyzaka.com. And mine is chosentowrite.com. And mine is susanoffen.com. And we hope you'll join us next time, so stay thirsty, my friends. And thank you, and we pray a blessing over each of you today. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace. Great. In his love, guys. Susan, Laura, and Kathy. Welcome to Sarah Talk Solutions. Ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into a bit of a different type of show. I'm Sarah B and I'm your host. You can find me on my IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. I talk about amazing, relevant conversations and topics and what functions that goes on in this magical, wonderful, wonderful city of the City of Angels. My IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. Electric Are you passionate about saving the planet for future generations? Do you want to learn how to do it? If yes, then you need to tune in to the Nature Back podcast. It's a talk show covering the changing world around us. From renewable energy, sustainable agriculture, circular economy, to ESG and social innovation. Don't miss this opportunity to discover how you can join the movement and make a difference. Subscribe to the Nature Back podcast today on your favorite platform and get ready to be amazed. Electric acid.